Welcome back to Life Talk. This is part two of our habits episode from last week. And Woo! we're back again. We said we wouldn't do this. Actually, we said we might have at the end, but we're back again with our guest from last week, Veronica. Welcome back, Veronica. I am Welcome so excited back. to be back. Well, these round two, round two, round two, uh, two weeks in a row. Congrats. You made it. And this is a very special occasion. This is uncharted yes, this territory. Is very no guest has been twice. You're right. You're right. You're right. And I mean, this could be the last time ever <laughs> <laughs> that any guest ever <laughs> makes it twice. You're going to have to, you know, show up. You got that? How do you feel? I feel amazing. Also, I want to say that when I was listening to myself on the podcast last week, I was like, this is what it feels like to be famous. That's how I felt. It's pretty cool. It's pretty cool. Not going to lie. But let's talk about that more. Um, But first, let's roll the intro. You're listening to Life Talk, a podcast where we openly share our thoughts and experiences in order to answer one simple but profound question. How do we pursue a meaningful life? My name is Dylan, and I'm joined by Oliver and Chase. Each week, we strive to jumpstart the discussion around this question through honest conversations about what it means to live a life of purpose. Veronica, how you said you felt pretty famous. Yeah. Explain that a little bit more. I was like, wow, I'm on Life Talk. I listen to it every week on the <laughs> elliptical. <laughs> and this time, it was my own voice. It was amazing. <laughs> Do you how, did, how did it feel listening to your own voice was it weird or did you like it i did not like it honestly i don't (laughs) like how my voice sounds and i also realized that i say the word like too much and i need to stop so i'm working i'm consciously thinking about it now and now i guess everyone is going to be thinking about it too because i just said that out loud (laughs) like what like what like like Like, what um, do you like mean like like um filler words like like the like the word um, um and like um you know <laughs> like <laughs> Veronica it's such a bad habit Veronica how much clout did this podcast give you among all your friends this week infinite that's what we like to hear that's <laughs> what that's what life talk does to people infinite really clout if we can gain anything from this Veronica's a clout chaser uh <laughs> and wow. she succeeded <laughs> wow Oliver hit me <laughs> like that. <laughs> no, I'm a trendsetter. A trendsetter. What? Trendsetter, okay. clout chaser. Who says that? <laughs> Literally everyone. What? People trendsetters who wear their hats sideways. I am not a clout chaser. I am a oh yeah? clout initiator. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yes. That's awful phrasing. She distributes, she distributes clout on the daily. <laughs> oh, that's an awful <laughs> phrasing, so that's when you know it's not true. <laughs> okay. That's really good. So last like week to last week initiate clout. Yeah. <laughs> okay. We'll get to our episode topic in a little bit. But first, we need to do a little checking in. I have a big note on my notes from last week that says check in with Oliver about reading books. Because Oliver, be proud of me. Oliver <laughs> said, maybe three weeks ago or so, that he's gonna hit he a goal to read five books by the end of the year. Yeah. To get back oh, into it reading. Longer. It was longer than that. And so it's, happen, it's been a week. It's been a week since our last episode, since we mm-hmm. recorded our last episode. And I just want to hear, Oliver, how's it going? Also, I talked to my mom today, and she was like, "Make sure to ask Oliver how his book goal is going." Uh, 
I'm about a third of the way through Ramit the first book. Sethi. Ramit. Ramit um, I'm I'm reading the I will teach you to be rich book that Dylan and Chase both wanted me to read, and I really like it actually. It's really good, and I need to like uh, start doing the stuff that he's telling me to do. But um, <laughs> be rich. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I want to be rich. <laughs> But I agree, Dill. I need to like supplement it with Rich Roll's book or David Goggins' book or one of those, so I can have something else. Yes. But um, because I I've so I've read it like like the first night I picked it up and I read like the first fifty pages, um, and it was really good. I just didn't want to put it down. And then um, I've read it like two other nights um, out of the week. So I'm not. That's doing, great. I haven't gotten to every night yet. That's fine. A little bit of progress. That's has great. Been made. I'm proud yeah. of you. Thank you. That's good. We're Diane, on track. I'm I'm making progress. <laughs> yes, he is. Let's go. Veronica, what do you think? I'm also proud of you, Oliver. Thank We're you. all proud of you, Oliver. Ultra. Okay, yeah, I will. Finding Ultra. Is I'm gonna a good get. Book. I'm gonna get a couple more so I can have some uh, variety. And you should uh, read yeah. Finding Nemo. My Finding Nemo? Like the movie? No, the book. Oh. My mom today okay. said that um, <laughs> you should read Finding Ultra and Can't Hurt Me, so Rich Roll and David Goggins' books, yep. because she thought you'd yep. connect the most with those. I agree. I think I will, too. Um, yeah, there, There's actually a lot that I would like to read, um, but I think those would be really good Kickstarters. This one's really good as well. And I think also, like, I literally have one more week in my quarter um, and then I have my insanely long winter break, um, which Wait. is like six weeks long, which is unbelievable. So do you get out before Thanksgiving this year? Usually got, you got yeah, out like the Tuesday dude, or Wednesday I'm before I'm Thanksgiving. Done. I'm done a week from tomorrow. Wait, when do you start school if you can I started you on like the six-week break? Yeah, so Stanford and DU have, I think we've talked about this a little bit. We bo- we're all in the quarter system, but I start like two weeks before you guys. So I started on the 9th or 10th or something like that, somewhere oh, around September. that, like September, yeah. yeah, maybe a week and a half into September. And then we go for 10 weeks. Really, we go for 11 weeks. So next week is exam week, which is technically week 11, but I only have an exam on Monday. So I'm heading back. I'm going to Arizona on Tuesday. That's it. So my break starts Tuesday, and I don't go back wow. until you guys go back as well. Yeah, so that's wild. It's crazy. Do you like that system? Do you like having that I break? I actually, re- I do. I like how ha- it's nice um, having, like, because it's almost like another, like, n- realistically, it's like almost like another summer. Uh, not Not entirely, but it's half of a summer, which is a long time. So you can do a lot of stuff. The the and it's the same as you guys because you guys go back after your winter break and you have two consecutive quarters anyways. So yeah, I'd rather have a big break before it before yeah. that long haul. Yeah, especially this year at Stanford, it's weird because since Thanksgiving is so late, then right we have only two weeks. So I theoretically, actually, if I if I weren't staffing in a dorm, I could uh, go home for Thanksgiving. And then be back for five days and then go back home again. Yeah. Because yeah. I'll be done with school and I don't have any exams this quarter. 
Right, but RA just have obligations. Like a take-home exam and a project. And yeah, yeah. yeah so, uh, but I'm staying. I'm staying. Yeah, because of uh, the dorm. But I, I could go home after five days after coming back That's after Thanksgiving, crazy. which is weird. Yeah. Yeah, that is weird. It's a weird schedule. Um, Chase, are you looking forward to your to your winter break? Yeah, yeah, I'm definitely looking forward to it. I think it'll be a lot of fun. <laughs> well, it'll Do you involve get a winter break? Yeah, yeah. It involves me um, working the same sh- schedule I do now <laughs> and staying here, probably. <laughs> nice. <laughs> I don't think I'll have a winter break. I love break. it. Uh, that's kind of weird. This is my last one. This is your last one, Veronica. <laughs> Dude. I'm really sad about the fact that I'm never going to have a real summer vacation ever again. I know. I it's love summer. <laughs> just make it happen. Yeah. Just make yeah, exactly. Yeah, you, you can definitely make it happen. You can have a year-long summer. How's that sound? Yeah, I could be unemployed. <laughs> <laughs> we love unemployment, right? <laughs> uh, okay. Um, I think we should get into it quickly. I agree. Um, I agree. Veronica, after the podcast last week, was like, I just said like she was she was well she was like so that's okay <laughs> was liked oh, okay I'll, yeah we'll pretend I s- added a d there um <laughs> uh what that she was liked with a d at the end you know oh oh okay okay liked <laughs> she was liked yeah keep going by the audience yeah yeah and but we never introduced her really so we're gonna introduce her in her second episode. We, di- we didn't. We didn't. No, we did no, not. No, not really. <laughs> so Dylan oh. was like, "This is Veronica. That's it." <laughs> yeah, you're right. <laughs> yeah, that's really how it happened. Um, well, so we're gonna introduce her in the second episode. Veronica is a Stanford student. She's a senior. That's it. Studying. <laughs> no. <laughs> Studying <laughs> international relations and minoring in computer science. Uh, she's Nerd. originally from North Carolina, near Chapel Hill. From Chapel Hill. Nice. What's the specific you got part it called? Why don't you let her do this? Yeah, what? <laughs> Durham. <laughs> I'm from Chapel Hill. What's Durham? That's where your high school. That's was. that's Durham's where Duke where my high school is, and Durham is also where Duke basketball is. But we're Tar Heels fans, Dylan. How Tar dare Heels. you, <laughs> Dylan? No, this is so bad. None of you are allowed to be UNC Go fans. Go UNC. No, 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 no. Forks no. up. Forks up, Chase. <laughs> Oliver saying that <laughs> randomly <laughs> killed me. Veronica, is there any other way you want to introduce yourself? Besides your name, major, and hometown? <laughs> uh, well, you really covered my bases, so... Do you I enjoy getting into national parks for free? What? Do you enjoy <laughs> getting access to national parks for free? Because you're a Do senior. Do I get that? Yeah. Oh. Okay, Chase. Because you're a senior? <laughs> <laughs> ha. 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 That took me a second. Ha. Well, we that saw. took me a second. We saw the wheels yeah. turn. <laughs> that, okay. Wow, this is my first real Chase joke, and I have to say I did not like it. <laughs> oh wait that that was a low quality chase joke. Ah, chase, chase usually does a lot better that wasn't as good chase but i believe in you you have a you whole know what, podcast chase, here. I, I liked it I we liked have it. a whole podcast here today that you can make up for it okay 
<laughs> so don't worry. Gotcha. I thought it was. I thought it was fine. It was fine. Yeah, I mean, it's fine. It's fine. Okay. All right. Well, so why don't we get into it? Why don't yeah. we get into it? So this week, last week, we talked about good habits, um, and this week we were gonna flip that, talk about some bad habits we have, and how we want to go about changing them, and maybe set some stuff into place to make them go away and create good habits. Are we also gonna? Can we also whatever. talk about habits that we're trying to develop? Because I got shut yeah, yeah, down. Yeah, yeah. Habits. I tried to do that. Habits last that week. we're trying to develop. I like that as well because yeah, yes, like one I'm of Oliver's good habits. <laughs> yeah, that was one yeah. of my good habits. So and the I three I'm habits. I'm developing it, Chase. I'm developing it. So they're yeah, they're either bad or we're working on them. Yeah. And who wants to start? Should we fly to Los Angeles and start over there? I was gonna oh. say let's go in the opposite yeah, order from let's last do that. week. Okay, let's. So I'll be in the middle. You again. know, I just took off took off in the plane, flying over to LAX, a short drive away up north to Chase's address, which I won't say. <laughs> <laughs> Don't disclose that. Too many fans <laughs> will come knocking on his knock door, knock down knocking his door. Knocking on my pot. That wouldn't be good. We wouldn't want that. But Chase, start us off. First bad habit, and I think it's a habit that a lot of people our age uh, and younger share. I bet I, I have it I as well. I don't have uh, good sleep patterns. And I lump this in with the other, you know, it could be called a second bad habit, but I, I lump them together because they are caused by one another. Watch too many YouTube videos at night that are uh, a blatant waste of time. And I find myself awake at even like midnight. I go to bed early compared to most people. Even at like midnight, one, I'm watching YouTube videos that I shouldn't be watching. Don't go to sleep. And I have to wake up early. Yeah, I feel that. I do the same. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's a common thing. It's just what it is. It sucks. Yeah. I texted you, you guys about two weeks ago saying, I need to get better. I'm going to do these. I'm going to sleep better. Mm-hmm. I'm going to have a sleeping schedule. Done. I have not. <laughs> <laughs> I have not accomplished almost any of those. <laughs> yeah. Well, so how, how can uh, you set in... Um, set things in motion so that you don't uh, do that? What would it take for you to stop watching those YouTube videos every night? I don't really know. I think I just need to be more motivated to go to sleep. And I think mm-hmm. part of that comes from being more motivated to uh, wake up and have something to do in the morning. There's another issue. <laughs> um, yeah. I think uh, what I need to do is just like turn off all electronic devices read a book and then just go to sleep and turn it off early enough so that I can't have that as an excuse because I've got I've got a book right here that I can I can just turn the pages of and fall asleep like that because that, that helps but it's like when you're struggling to sleep and then you go onto your phone because you want to do something yeah now you're just back in the vicious cycle that it is yeah I also think that instead of trying to eliminate bad habits you should try to replace them with good ones I like still that. Yeah, exactly. to be doing something. Yeah, so that's a like good idea. I, I, I'll be honest. I wouldn't really care about this, like the YouTube thing, if I was watching <laughs> YouTube videos that were in any way helpful or useful or important. <laughs> right. <laughs> but I'm not. I'm watching. I'm watching random videos on like funniest game show answers of all time. You're like, how did I get here? <laughs> Where? Well, how did mm. I? How did I arrive at this point in my life? Well, it's the rabbit hole that you go down, right? Yeah. So, but you're right. Replace those YouTube videos with reading about finance. <laughs> yeah, there you um, go. 
the I read a book last year called The Power of Habit. It was a very good book. Mm. And it How talks often about will you quote that book tonight? <laughs> I don't have any quotes for it actually, but what Veronica said reminded me of it because they the the writer talked about you can't just get rid of something and not replace it with anything because then you will eventually go back to doing whatever habit you had. You really, to break a habit, have, usually almost always have to replace it with something, yeah. with some other better behavior. That follows, it's that it's something, I d- don't forget the, I forget the exact way that they described it in this book, but it's like that you have the same cues for, but then just the action you take is different. But the, re- the reward and the cues before are about the same. And just the action is different. You just replace the action. Hmm. Yeah, because I, I um, noticed while I was trying to read this last week, right? I found myself, like, especially nights when I got in bed early and knew I had to get up early. I would, like, just plug my phone in on the other side of the room um get in my bed read a little bit and go to bed and that was really great but then when I didn't have to get up the next morning for some of the days I did find myself reverting back to like just watching YouTube or TikTok for hours right hmm. um yeah so I agree you have to like I I think like having for me I think it's like having a goal like getting up early or something that might get me in a better mindset to like try to go to bed earlier try to read in order to go to bed um but yeah i don't know yeah it makes sense so there all you right go. let's fly all over to uh stanford and veronica you take it wait no i thought it was you next oh Where it's my turn oh. yeah oliver come oh, okay we're on oh. an all the way to colorado oh okay. opposite order in reverse all circle right. right right okay well mine is the exact same as chase's it's not can't use that it take it <laughs> Oh, dang. Actually, no, it's not the same because I actually watch more TikTok than I watch YouTube. <laughs> so, Do you have a TikTok that's account? That's a really bad thing that needs to stop. <laughs> Oliver, do you have a TikTok account? Yeah, I do. Oh, finally. Yeah. Good work. Just so I could follow the NFL. Um, <laughs> that was the only reason. But no, no, but that's my biggest thing is I, I've been spending uh, way too much time on social media again and... Um, OG listeners will know we did a social media cleanse a while back and that didn't really do much for me at the end of the day That's so right. um, maybe I need to do another one I don't know I don't think I, I should do another I, I, I don't know if that necessarily w- worked or works in general but I'd like to like like you said replace this with reading a book and try to build that habit so that I don't get stuck on my phone at night Instead of the cleanse, you need to do Cal Newport's uh, social media, whatever. What do you, I don't remember what he calls it, but it's it's almost a cleanse, but it's more of a month long yeah. challenge, and yeah. and y- it's different. It's more intentional, and we've talked about it a little mm. bit before. But in digital minimalism, he talks about it. Also, yeah. this is another example of Dylan being a good influence on me, and I also regret saying that because now every time <laughs> I see him, he's like Veronica, I'm an influencer. <laughs> <laughs> yes. um, oh, wow. 
But yeah, you too. Dylan's an influencer. She's a trendsetter. <laughs> oh god. Yeah, and I'm couple. a clout chaser apparently. Oh. So there we go. <laughs> wow. <laughs> anyway, yeah. Um, Oliver, something that has really helped me is yeah. I turned off notifications for Snapchat and Instagram, and Dylan, I deleted. You did that too, right? Yeah. I yeah. He inspired me. See. Right. Um, <laughs> and I deleted Facebook off of my phone, and okay. I think. I'm going to talk about this more on mine, but I still use those apps, but I like it because now I only use them when I choose to and not when Mm. I'm like getting a notification. I'm like, oh my gosh, I have to respond to this, which I really like. I think that's a good change. Okay. I'll definitely do that. Another thing I was thinking of trying is setting a time limit on the apps. It doesn't work. Yeah, I have that and it doesn't work that well. Uh, I just turn it off. You you go around it way too easily. It's way too easy. You just press the button saying like snooze. Give me ah, 15 okay. more minutes. It's yeah. so easy. Dang. Never mind. I, I really thought that would I mean, work you can try it. You can try it. You can see <laughs> if it works for you. But it has never worked I doubt for it me. Will. It, I doubt it will. I don't think it, w- it would. But but yeah, that's that's definitely my first bad habit. Um, the no notifications works for me. Okay. I use Snapchat so much less now, actually, which I love. Honestly, yeah, I don't I agree. use I agree. Snapchat an uh, absurd amount anymore. It's, it's weird that, like, all... The majority of the time, I, I probably could pull it up on my phone and look like screen time wise, and it would be TikTok that takes it up because it's just a very addicting mode of social media. So it's you get just lost in it because it's just so constant, constant uh, content. Whereas like YouTube, you can like watch a video and then it ends, and then you have to like intentionally click on another one, kind of. Yeah. Whereas this is just over and over and over. Yeah. What what are you what action are you are you trying to take action to break this bad habit or what are yeah. you going to do? Yeah, I think reading is a good way to do this and also I've been and I have been doing this every night. I've been putting my phone um on the other side of the room, plugging it in somewhere else, and that's nice. been actually helping me a lot get up in the morning. Nice. Like that's been really good, but um what I still found myself doing was like the nights I would go on my phone, I would still go on my phone for a little bit and then I'd get up, plug it in and then try to fall asleep, which is harder sometimes. So, but yeah, that's what I'm trying to do. All right, let's throw it over to you guys. Fly it over to Stanford. Fly it over to Stanford. I mean, I don't know if I should go first because I have the same one. (laughs) (laughs) Do it. Just get it out of the way. (laughs) Okay. <laughs> I have the same one too. We all have the same terrible habits. We apparently. all have the same bad habit. <laughs> mine's mine's uh. slightly different, but it okay. also it also has to do with sleep. So yeah, mine is just that I have an inconsistent sleep time, and so I I go to bed at different times and then wake up at different times, which I don't like. I think I want to get in more of a routine, and I've heard it's I've. Heard it's not. I've heard it like you should be waking up at the same time each day. Yeah. That's that's a better way to do things. And so, I have an inconsistent sleep time that I fall asleep, and so then I, therefore, I also wake up at inconsistent times. I always get at least eight hours of sleep, except on Thursday nights, when I'm um, <laughs> with that's I have an eight thirty section on Thursday on Friday mornings, so I don't usually get eight hours of wow, sleep before that, but. But um, every other night I get at least eight hours and nine hours generally, I'd say. But so I'm sleeping a, a lot, a lot of time. 
but not I want it to be more consistent where I'm waking up at say 8:30 every day or 8 every day and going to bed at 11:45 or so. Yeah. That would be ideal. So that is that is my habit relating to sleep, my bad habit that I want to change. And how will you break it? How will you take well, it out from the knees? Sweep it out of your life. Well, I'm not sure because it's the problem is that it's also it's not entirely on me. It's also just a kind of a part of my job this year of being an RA that I do have to stay up a little bit late sometimes or I feel kind of obligated to because a lot of people in the dorm hang out at night and are free at night. And so I, f- I want to hang out with them, all the people in the dorm then. And so that makes my sleep time inconsistent. And well, I think, yeah. I mean, a solution to that is I, the only difficult thing is that Friday class, right? But uh, it sounds like every other day you could set a schedule. If you were staying up later, you could sleep a little bit longer. But as long as you s- wake up at the same time, right? Yeah, that could that's true. Potentially help. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. And even if I could do like a twelve thirty to nine every day, right? And then just right. on Friday mornings, wake up at eight, right? And that wouldn't be too hard. Yeah, maybe I'll try to do that for a little bit. Try to break this inconsistent sleep time habit and wake up at the same time. I like it. I like it. Yeah, Veronica. Honestly, you're up. I, with wait, oh, f- just kidding. Final point, just to finish that. <laughs> when this. When I when I get out of school, or this summer, mm-hmm. I want to be going to bed at 10 p.m. and waking Dude. up at 4 a.m. Yes, I love yeah, mornings. I agree. I'm, I'm I agree. joking. Not 4 a.m. But no, no but like 6:30. Six, you know? six, yeah. The greatest summer I ever had. I would go to bed at 9:30 and I would wake up at 5:30 and go on runs every morning. It was yeah, epic. That's great. It was so good. I love mornings. Honestly, I don't I'm see bad. the hype around staying up super late anyways. Like, if you're not going out, drinking, partying, like, what's the point of staying up past 10 anyways? I'd, r- I'd rather be up in the morning, but my biggest thing is I always go to bed too late, so I never can get up early enough to, like, be a morning person, if that makes sense. Yeah, so makes sense. I'd like to do that too. I agree. Okay, let's throw it over to Stanford, California. Wait, we're already in Stanford. I thought oh, well, we'll just throw it across the room. Here. <laughs> Here, catch. Catch. That's <laughs> crazy. Okay. Um, yeah, well, my first bad habit is sort of the same as everyone else's. Um, it's also, I want to use my phone less, but like right before bed I don't like that I use it right before bed and I also keep my phone in my bed with me Mm -hmm. which okay I was thinking about it because I was listening to the podcast from last week and Dylan was I remember you were saying that you when you go home you always have your phone in your bed but at Stanford you never do and for me it's the opposite because in high school and growing up I never had my phone in my bed I always left it downstairs it was like enforced by my parents and so so that we would like sleep at night which i actually think was really like looking back on it i think it was a really good thing that they did that um because then i would go upstairs and like get in bed and go to bed instead of just being on my phone 
Um, but now that I'm in college and I can do what I want, I have it in my <laughs> bed with me and I don't love that. But the other thing is the one thing that I do use it for and the one thing that is keeping me from just plugging it across the room and not sleeping with it is that I hate just alarm. I hate alarms that wake you up at an exact time. And I have this really nice sleep app that I really love that sort of, this is going to sound so creepy. It listens to your breathing at night and sort of tracks where you are in your sleep cycle. So it wakes you up when you're sort of in like the lightest cycle of sleep, basically. When you're not in the REM really cycle. Cool. And I, hmm? When you're not in the REM, like deep cycle. Yeah, exactly. And so you can set a 30 minute time window in which it'll wake you up when you're in sort of the lightest sleep. And I really like that. You found that it because works? Yeah, it works super well. I don't even know wow. if it's placebo or if it's real, but I love it. And so for that reason, I don't want to give that up because I hate being woken up by an alarm that I set for a very specific time um, because I feel just worse. I don't feel as well rested, I don't think, especially when I'm pulled out of like deep sleep. Wait, will it not wake you up from, say, across the room? Is it not loud enough? It, I don't think it can really hear you. Oh, but it needs it to hear your to breathing. Hear you. That's why. Yeah, mm. exactly. Okay. That, Which is that also kind of I, creepy, I and I don't that. love that my phone <laughs> listens to me sleep at night, but <laughs> I really like being woken cool. up. Yeah, it's really cool, and I really like it, and I started using it this summer, and it's just I've just felt so much better in the mornings, and so hmm. that's kind of keeping me from not using my phone in bed. But I think I'm really working on not just lying in bed at night and staring at it instead you know, putting it next to me, turning on my alarm, closing my phone, and then reading a book or something until I fall asleep. Right. And I think that's working. But then I also don't... Then I also, when I wake up and I'm really tired, I just lie in bed and I stare at my phone for like 15 minutes until I can get myself to get out of bed. And that's another thing that I want to stop. Yeah. Okay, so how how do you think you can change this? Because uh, this is a tough one because obviously you want to keep it by your by your bed. Because um, yeah. the easiest fix is obviously to put it somewhere else. But what would make you not use it as much? I think just I just... Mindlessly? I don't know. I think I just need to get out of bed in the mornings. And normally no. when I have <laughs> stuff in the mornings, I'm good at it. But it's mostly on weekends that I just lie in bed and stare at my phone. Because when I don't have anything to do in the morning or nothing scheduled, really, then I'm more inclined to just stay in bed on my off days my i like i lay in bed until like noon wake up at nine and just lay there till noon yeah i have a hat yeah, I, I do that sometimes too okay do you do you have by any chance do you have an old phone of yours that like doesn't work anymore not with me but at home okay when you go home for thanksgiving grab it Bring it back to Stanford with you. Have that phone act as your sleep clock. And then your normal phone sits across the room. And this phone, oh. all it is is your sleep clock. That's it. You don't have anything else on it. It do can't even access the internet otherwise. So you don't get any notifications. Nothing is on it besides your sleep app. That's pretty and good. Have that with you. It's a good idea. Thank you. I'm an influencer. I knew you were going wow. to say that, and I looked <laughs> at you because I was like, do not say that. <laughs> Dang, influencer Dylan over here. 
Please do not encourage this. <laughs> influencer is such an awful word. I really don't <laughs> like it, but it's funny. <laughs> but that's who you are, Dill, so it's I mean, if, if that's my identity, I'll just have to go with it. No, I'm yeah, joking. I'm you're joking. You're going to have to go with the flow. I'm not he's an influencer. A, he's a Dill influencer. You could be. <laughs> Dill influencer. <laughs> Do you like that one, Veronica? No. Oh. <laughs> that was Chase, you're not hit, you're not landing tonight. Nah. All right, Chase, let's throw it back over to LA. All right. La. Round two. <laughs> round two. This this round we're gonna have different habits, I hope. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I think I, I think mine will be different to yours. Um I agree. Okay. I think mine's gonna be different. Mine is that mine I, I really just have an issue of responding to people promptly. When it I comes do not have that when issue. it comes to texts and and uh, <laughs> just messages, and part of it is because and, and you guys were talking about how it really helps to like not have notifications from Snapchat and Instagram. I've never had those on. <laughs> like, Good. That's never been an issue for me because <laughs> I literally just like I don't have them on. But that's it's uh, now a double-edged sword because I don't respond to people on time, and uh, so that's definitely an issue. I, I people text me and I sometimes will like. Ooh, I don't, I don't really. I'm not in a state to respond to that right now, and I put it off. Then it's like two days later, I have 15 missed <laughs> messages, and it's like, geez, I need to, I need to respond to some people, and it's a it's a it's an issue. I wouldn't say it's caused anything like awful per se, but it's a bad habit. I want to respond to people quicker, and uh, definitely something I want to work on. So, my way of fixing this problem, I think is to just like get responses and just like consciously think of what I would respond with. And even if I can't respond right then, I will like have thought about it so that there's like thought going into it. And then like later, if I look at it again, I'll, I'll be like, okay, that's right. I thought about this. Like, it's just a thing because a lot of times I'll see a message from someone and I'll like, I'll just like send it away. I'll like not even like leave it on, read or something and i'll forget about it Be, the best is i put zero thought into it and i think if i at least invest into that message a little bit it'll be in my mind i'll remember it later and i'll be able to respond to it what is hmm. the reason that you don't respond when you get messages i don't know do you just not want to does it like overwhelm you what is the reason i don't know it's like i usually it's like usually if i can't respond to something like right then and I don't know, what, you know, if I'm at work, it makes sense. But sometimes I'm at home and I'm just like, I don't feel like responding right now. And then suddenly I, it's like out of my, out of, out of sight, out of mind. And I totally forget. Like, I don't, it's not really like an ill-conceived thing. You know, I'm not thinking, oh, a text message from Oliver. I'm not going to respond to him. <laughs> like, you know, <laughs> it's not that. It's just like, I, I just don't respond right away. And suddenly I forget about it. And it's three days later and I respond and I feel bad. That's just like hmm. it's just a thing that's been an issue. Chase? Yeah, I do notice that with with you and and you, Dill. <laughs> Dylan doesn't respond very promptly. Dylan doesn't and respond. I, feel, very I also feel like I take pride in my <laughs> communicative abilities, and so. Me too, Veronica. Me too. But Think it's okay. Dylan always does five. respond. It just sometimes takes him a very very long time. Imagine yeah. Dylan and I testing yeah. each other. Oh, you know what? Good. How are you guys even friends? <laughs> you know what, Chase? I think I think that this is not a bad habit and I don't think you need to change anything. Here we go. I'm counteracting this. Okay, because okay. I, I think I know what you're gonna say and I but let's hear it. 
I mean, okay. Well, I I do I do see how it could be a problem sometimes when you read you read the text, but then you don't respond because then you might not ever respond to that. But this is your time. And I don't think you need to promptly respond to people in your time. I agree. I mean, I you, agree with you. And what, going back to the Cal Newport digital minimalism, I, I, as d- we just I knew talked we about. I knew this was going to be the conversation because I agree with you on right? this. Right? Like, yeah. this, that will just take up space in your head of, oh, I need to respond to this person later. I need to respond to this person later. And especially like looking at it and then not responding or, um, thinking i'm going to respond later which i do plenty of times so much but also i don't feel like you should be obligated to respond to someone immediately like if i agree I, with you it, it shouldn't be a social uh, like a cultural thing like a necessity yeah. and so and it is so now i well i just don't care i don't respond i don't care about responding to people um promptly anymore and so and i don't think it's hurt relationships that much i think it's fine i mean i will get back to people <laughs> eventually but I'll get back to them on my time. And that sounds kind of selfish, though, like, I think the way I'm saying it right now. But what is the importance of like responding to some you know, random text or funny text or something? There's no real importance. And it's if it like takes me out of what I'm doing right now, it takes me out of whatever I'm enjoying right now in, in my world, then I don't want to do that. And I think if I get back to it eventually, that's okay. And if someone needs to reach me immediately, they can call me. And if they don't want to call me, then they probably don't need to reach me immediately. That's how I feel <laughs> yeah. about it. Like, Chase, See, for you, I very much when I text you. you, when I text you, I know you're not going to respond immediately. But that's okay with me. I'm like, I if he responds within, you know, 24 hours or so, that's that's great. If he doesn't, I've probably forgotten anyway, so it doesn't matter. But if I really need to get a hold of you, I'll call you. And I know that usually within a few hours of that, if you don't answer immediately, within a few hours, I'll get a response. And that's it's, all I need. I it's think funny. you're doing a great job, Chase. I think you should keep it up. It, it just as an, just say. as an anecdote, Dylan and I will text each other. Where like he'll text me, I won't respond for a while, and then I'll text back or whatever. But then we'll text during Arsenal games, and we'll respond to each other right away if we're both <laughs> immediately. Like, but yeah, like he, if, if he's watching the Arsenal game, and I'm like either watching or keeping up with the Arsenal game, like we'll we'll message right away. Then the Arsenal game ends, and the tra- the conversation just like stops, and we move on. <laughs> True. Get back into the zone. But but Dylan, I Dylan. I totally agree with you, except. I I think that there have been some negative implications on relationships. I would like to respond more, particularly when it comes to uh, to my family, who's back home. Mm. I think I need I think I need to do a better job of responding to them. But Dylan, I take mm. your words and I apply them to like work. Like if I did an email, that's not exactly important. I don't usually respond right away, and people think that's insane, because most of the people that that I work with like they they respond to messages all the time. You're like, yep. how do you, like you're constantly getting put off out of a productivity. Like if you're in the zone and you get put off because you're responding to an email, that's just so negative. So, but Dil, that, so that's, that's where I'm coming from, Dill. I think there's uh, a couple things about it that have been a little negative. So I, okay. I agree with that's you 100%. Mean. I agree with you 99%. I level with you 99%. It's just there are a couple times and it's mostly with text messages where i think i need to respond to people so um i have a little point like i i I think i agree with a lot of what you're saying Dil, and what you're saying chase i but i disagree like a little bit here and there and 
what I agree with you is where where you talk about how you sh- like um, if it's not important or it takes you out of what you're doing, right? Then of then don't definitely don't respond then, right? But if you're not doing anything and responding is not taking you out of anything or you're just like not doing anything, then like by all means I think you should respond. You shouldn't just put it off to just put it off. You know what I mean? Yeah, especially if you see it. I, I see what you mean. Yeah, yeah, like if you see it, if you see it and you're like and you're not doing anything, you're just sitting there uh, and like, yeah, like there's times maybe you don't want to respond to that person or, or whatever. But like I think in general it's good to like respond if you can. But if if like for for me, I find that like I'm on my phone a lot and so I'll respond. I'm always really quick to respond just because I see it. I see the notifications. So I think if I turn them off, maybe I would be, you know, more on the level of what you guys do. Um, but, but, but I, I, I don't think it's a bad thing not to respond right away is what I'm trying to get at. Like, I agree with most of what you're saying. On to Oliver. That's a bad habit. Oh, my turn? We got to, we got to. We gotta push forward. Keep going. Yeah, we do. Oh God, we do. We're already forty minutes deep into this. I don't one. know how that um, happened. That's crazy. <laughs> um, okay, my second one is procrastination. I have a bad habit of procrastination that I would like to break, um, and I don't really know how to do that. What do you so procrastinate? So, if you guys have on? any ideas, I, procra- I procrastinate work or school work, to be specific. And I think a lot of that has to do with the fact that I'm just really not very interested in a lot of the stuff that I'm doing within just the classes I'm taking and and whatever. And at this point, I'm trying to just, I have literally six more classes to graduate. I'm just trying to get through them. And there are some that I'm looking forward to taking. But there's also some like and there's some that I'm in right now that are just very, very hard to get through in terms of just like my motivations and like what I want to be doing. And I think that mindset I need to change a little bit because it's it's kind of preventing me from getting the work done sometimes or I always get it done. I just put it off like like today I could have done like gotten ahead on on some of the work and gotten some stuff done. But I was like, oh, I have time, so I'm just not going to do it even though I had time to do it today, right? So any 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 advice? I don't know. <laughs> always pro- always procrastinate and it'll never be an issue. Oh, there we go. <laughs> All right, I guess I'll just keep procrastinating. <laughs> Over to you, Dil. <laughs> Oliver, it's not our it's not our job to come up with your solution. Come on now. I know. I know. <laughs> procrastinating on finding your own solution to procrastinating. Yeah, you're right. All right, I'll just stop, I guess. I don't, but see, like, for this one, I don't really have a good mechanism or method to, like, get me to stop. I would say just organize what you have to do and then, like, prioritize things, and you'll find that maybe if you if you realize, like, oh, something's due next week, and I actually think it's very important, you might start working on it sooner. But it just yeah. comes down to being organized. I just, that's something that could help you. Okay. I mean, I and I, I do feel like I am organized. Like, I, I, I know when it's all due. I think my biggest problem is, like, I just wait to the last minute to do it. I think that you should try once doing something early and see how it makes you feel. Okay. Because I 
guarantee you that even if you don't love the work you're doing, you'll feel really good that you got it done. About getting it done. Yeah, no, I, I agree. And I do, like, when I do stuff early, I do feel good about it. So I know it is something I would like to improve on. And that's why I have it in this kind of list of bad habits that I'd like to break. So. And I also think procrastination is an inter- like an interesting habit because I think it also depends on the work that you're doing. Exactly. Like, I don't think necessarily that you should, you know, pigeonhole yourself into this idea that you always procrastinate. And yeah, hopefully yeah. you'll find work that you enjoy doing and not procrastinate on it. I, I completely 100% agree. And that's kind of why I prefaced it with like, I am procrastinating the work that I'm doing now. So I, I guess it is something that like, hopefully won't be the case. You know, like you said, when I start doing something I'm maybe more passionate about or enjoy. So, yeah. All right, we'll throw it over to you, Dill. Back to Stanford. Okay, for me, my second habit. This this is one that I'm working on. I wouldn't call this a bad habit. This is one that I'm trying to develop. And it's I t- got this from Zen Habits, which is a blog that I read and I've read for a a little while. I don't read all the posts, but I've read it for a few years on and off. And Zen Habits, one of the things he talked about in maybe a month or two ago, or he's talked about this before, but it resonated with me a month or two ago, is this idea of doing the most important work first during the day. And so he has this idea of you know, that you it always seems like we have so many things to do. The, there's the infinite to-do list. And so many things, so many random things of like of work you have to get done or work you want to get done or what you want to do for the day, uh, other habits you're working on. And he says, distill it down to if you can only get one thing done today, what is the most important thing that you could get done? The most important task and do that first. And then after that, it doesn't even matter what you do for the rest of the day. But if you do that and do that most important work first, then that's when you like you can know you've you had a good day. And I've done that a few times, and it feels so good to tackle that biggest challenge or some project that I'm kind of that I have been putting off a little bit, or or feel scared of in some way that I like don't want to do right now, or I, and I've done it a few times. It works very well, and I want to do it more. Get the most important work done first, whatever that is, on a given day. I like that. I did that yesterday. It felt amazing. Prior what was your most important thing that you did? I wrote an entire chapter of my thesis. Wow. Nice. It was actually crazy. I like didn't expect to be able to do it. And I went to the library yeah. for seven hours. That's the longest oh I've ever gosh. been at the library. And it felt wow. so good after. I had such a good day today because I was like, wow, yeah. I did that yesterday. Yeah. I wasn't even thinking about that, but I should really follow this philosophy. I should Because do. I was definitely I like putting it off. Look at Dylan, the Maybe influencer. that'll help with my procrastination. Yeah, maybe that could help procrastinating. I could see it for sure. Prioritization. Yeah. I like that. I like that a lot. Because I feel like some days we can fall into... Oh, I'll check my email and then yeah. I'll check my to-do list and organize my yeah. to-do list. And then, oh, I might have one or two new emails. I can go check my email again. 
<laughs> and I think you can fall into these tasks and it's like, oh, I've been on my computer for a little while. Let me go get some food. <laughs> you know, I think yeah, you kind yeah. of like fall into the easy tasks that feel like you're making progress on something, but you're not really doing much. And right. so like getting rid of all of that distraction and just going to do the most important work first. Always prioritize. ignoring all of that. Yeah, prioritization. Boom. Boom. Veronica. Veronica. All right. Okay, I'm going to talk about the habit that I'm trying to develop that Dylan shot down last time. <laughs> um, I am trying to read more news because I, I'm trying to read three news articles every morning while I'm eating breakfast, and I want each of those to come from a different subject or different you know, field. So I want to read, you know, something about, I don't know, U.S. politics, which is always, there's always something new. And then mm-hmm. I want to read, you know, an opinion piece or something a little niche um, or something like that. And I think this comes just from, I guess, being at Stanford. And I think you can, I think one, it's really easy to become complacent here just in the information that you're absorbing and exposing yourself to because it's so easy to forget about the rest of the world like on especially on this campus i think i think stanford is very sort of isolated um but i think it's really easy to forget what's going on in the rest of the world and to feel like that's not affecting you but i want to stay informed and i want to know what's going on in the world and so i'm just trying to develop this habit and it's been awesome so far because i honestly love reading reading the news um and it's so interesting and so i have really enjoyed it. I love it. That is something and the news doesn't. I've never doesn't heard d- before. It doesn't like uh, get you down. Like I feel like a lot of people say, like, oh, I can't read the news. It just depresses me too much. I mean, no, because I'd rather know what's going on than to just ignore yeah, it, fair. right? I think. And I so, yeah, I agree. Yeah, and I want to read things that I wouldn't normally read. Like I think when I look at you know the New York Times, which is my preferred medium. Um, it's very easy for me to just self-select and be like, okay, well, I'm going to read about, you know, this opinion piece that I'll probably agree with or something like that. And I want to spread myself out more so that I can read sort of dissenting opinions or stories that I wouldn't normally look at um, and really go through and see what I can find just because I really care about sort of immersing myself, I guess. Yeah. I like that. I I think there's a lot of value in, understanding both sides of the argument especially when when you like especially when you really passionately agree about one side of an argument knowing both sides actually i think helps you have strong like i don't i don't know how i'm trying to say like be stronger on your side because you know both sides right so like i think i think that's a it's definitely super important so that's a great habit i think I think reading the news is a lot different than watching the news. Because when you watch the news, you see just a bunch of random stuff. And it's like, that's where it's usually like super negative. And it's even negative things that don't even like impact you. You know, like, oh, a car crash. It's like, that's not, that's not really news that you want to, like when you read, you see articles and you can like choose something. Like, I don't know if you guys remember, but when we were doing the social media lens, I was reading a lot of National Geographic stuff. I've kind of kept up with that. And I, I just read about things that are happening globally. But you'd have to choose the articles that you read versus if you, like, watch any news station. You just see a bunch of the things, and, and they may not interest you, and it might even turn you off from watching news. So I think reading I news is, is a better better thing to do, in my opinion. 
Yeah, I also think that sort of with radio and with TV news, there is a motivation to be more sensationalist to capture and hold people's attention. Which sure. I think very much skews the types of news that are portrayed. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. I also feel that as an international relations major, I should know what's going on in the world. So also true. It's <laughs> my motivation. Yeah. I have a lot to say. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, no. I, uh-oh. I have a few questions. Devil's advocate Dylan tonight. I know. I don't mean to be shooting down people's habits, but I'm just curious. Like... With the with this news habit, right? Do you feel like you are doing like what what you or I don't you didn't really say this specifically, but like do you feel like you are like getting a a big a good picture of different sides of stories, or do you feel like you are getting from one or just a few sources that are generally, you know, like it gives give perspectives in certain ways. Like, I, I guess, I mean, like, are you reading Fox News and are you reading NBC, like, or, and varying up, or are you reading New York Times and, like, staying with that? I've mostly just been reading the New York Times. This is a good question. Um, I think it's mostly that I, I feel like I hear about a lot of things, but I want to go first of all, like, learn what's actually happening, like, keep up with what's actually happening, and then sort of read what I consider to be more objective news sources. I also would say that MSNBC and Fox are not very objective news sources. I think also the New York Times is obviously pretty er, liberal, I would say, but I think it, as a whole, offers more objective news than Fox and MSNBC, and so that's sort of why I tend to read it, and... Also because I have a subscription so I can read in limited articles. But I think my motivation comes a lot from hearing about things that are happening and not really knowing the details or knowing specifics and wanting to inform myself more. Um, And I think also within these sources, journalists generally do a pretty good job of giving differing perspectives. But I do understand where you're coming from that if I want to really get a sense of the full discourse, I should be reading maybe things that might be a little bit more controversial or I might disagree with. But right now I I feel like I'm also just kind of trying to get back into consuming this kind of information and just learning, I guess. Totally. And I don't mean to trash your habit or anything or your, what you're trying to work on. I I just think it's interesting. And also I, I think I, I feel like online can be just as bad as as tv or radio i mean i do i do see the point of of how it's like active you can actively choose the articles you're going to read versus you know just passively intaking it on tv but there is i mean what is what is a website's goal at the end of the day what is a news website's goal it is to keep you on there as long as possible so you can watch their ads and earn the money that is their goal at the at the highest level and so if i mean and that's their goal on television and that is their goal on on the internet and i don't think that really changes and so i mean there you can also just see like even with headline reading like they're they're clickbaiting or not clickbaiting but or maybe clickbaiting well, but having articles so. that that you know have like 
provocative headlines for you to read and be be interested in and click and read the article and then of course like reading the article is much better than reading the headline but i feel like even online news websites are or i mean i don't mean to generalize like not everyone's like this but i'm sure i but i think a lot are still have the same problems as tv and radio an interesting thing i heard about news recently and i'm not saying this is the right philosophy to live by and i'm not and i i don't think it is really fully but i just thought it was interesting and i wanted to bring it in bring it up was uh it was from ryan holiday who i've been listening to a few podcasts of recently i just bought one of his books too and he talked about his news consumption habits of um they that he never looks the news and because of the fact that so many places are sensationalizing things or that it's like the their goal is to make money and not to like provide real news and so then what he does is He's like, if if there's important news, I'll hear about it through people talking to me about it. That he doesn't actively go seek out and read news websites or or newspapers or watch TV because he feels like if there's something important, he'll find it. I don't know. I just think I it's an interesting, interesting way. Like some he'll he'll be told about it in some way. Yeah. Okay. Can I respond yeah. to that? Sure. Okay, <laughs> I want to push no. back a significant amount actually. Um <laughs> <laughs> My first, okay, I actually have a question, which is, how would you recommend that I get my information about the world, if not from the news? From Dylan, straight from Dylan. From okay. traveling the world. Oh, yeah, Dylan yeah. the influencer. Okay, I, yeah, Chase, I, ideally, I would yeah. love to travel the world <laughs> and pick up information that way. But I also think, I mean, yes, I agree that news, you know, these companies, they are trying to generate revenue. They're trying to get clicks. They're trying to get views. They want you to watch their ads and be on their websites so that they can continue. But I also would disagree that that's the entire point or that like that in a lot of cases, and especially with more reputable sources, which I really respect, are trying that that sort of takes precedence over reporting the news as fairly and as objectively as possible. And like maybe that's because I'm idealistic about the role of news and also because I just have always been pro journalism I guess I did a lot of journalism in high school so that might um sort of bias me a little bit but I also would push back and say I think it's my duty as an American citizen to know what's going on in my country and I think that a lot of other people in other world in other countries like do not have that privilege and therefore I would really like I really take it upon myself to know what's going on from whatever sources that I can and do respect, even if, you know, those sources may be trying to sell me what they're saying or, you know, trying to generate ad revenue or whatever. I think, I still think it's very, very important. I agree. I see what you're saying. <laughs> I, yeah, I guess I, I didn't mean to say that that is their only purpose. I just think that those places are all businesses and at the end of the day, like those executives I think are thinking about money. And so from the highest level like that can be likely what is, what is coming through is they would need to make money to survive. And, um, I forget my other point. 
Yeah, I'm not disagreeing with you on the fact that they're trying to generate money. Sorry, we're yeah. getting into this debate we're, we're, on we're this podcast. We're getting into it. No, you're good. But and basically... Think, hmm? oh, oh, no, go ahead, go ahead. Oh, I just wanted to say, I also think that they come from a place of history and purpose and that, like, at least I like to give them the benefit of the doubt, right? Like, their purpose yeah. is to report the news. Yeah. <laughs> their purpose is I to give in us information about what's going on in the world and I, I really do think like a lot of journalists care about reporting that as objectively as possible and so I like I, I mean I like to think that that is where I'm getting my information from yeah I think I think inherently like the media has evolved a lot because of social media and stuff and so like you're mentioning Dylan like it's all kind of like a um, how many clicks can we get kind of system and it's like uh, obviously a business and they got to make money and so how do you keep up with stuff like social media you make more advertisements you make more clickbaity titles you make more you know sensationalized news and stuff and i think there is a lot of reporting that is just fluff but at the end of the day like you were saying veronica there's still i i do believe that there is still a lot of people out there who believe in the core aspects of journalism and want to like report the news for the news even though it might be a little bit harder to find these days. Thank you, Oliver. That was very diplomatic. <laughs> yeah. So maybe we can see both sides there. Um, can yeah. Can I make one I final point? Yeah, go ahead, Dil. Yeah. My other my other problem, I guess, with the whole thing is that in this in the world now I, I don't again, I don't have an answer to that the, to this. I feel very naive here, but just in the fact that there are those diff so many different news websites that are all portraying what they see as reality and what many people who read those sites see as reality. And it's like the people who consume Fox News every day, they see yeah. that as reality of the world and reality of the country we're living in. Or the people who consume MSNBC every day see that as the reality of the world. And those are two totally different realities. And it's it's like what does it mean to be informed like is someone who's watching fox news every single day informed about the what's going on in our political world yeah right no i don't know it's it's so hard to say I, like i and so i'm just i'm just like or and like what's the difference of someone watching msnbc every day is that person informed on the world i don't know it's hard i don't have a problem what about too. someone who like reads national geographic points. every day <laughs> yeah, what about uh, someone who can pull out random Called facts out. about animals? Chase, can you pull one out? Can you pull out a good fact? A good fact about an animal? From National Geographic? The strongest animal by size? Or no, like per ounce is a dung beetle. Nice. There you go. I thought you were going to say Fun ant. fact of the day. Do you have something else, Veronica, to the debate? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> One more <laughs> this thing. This has gone from I'm bad so sorry. <laughs> to a habit to a debate between um, Dylan and Veronica. It's okay. It's okay. I, oh, I just wanted to say that I don't disagree. Like, I do agree that many people probably consume news passively and then decide to shape their yeah. entire worldview on that. But I also would like to make the point that I make a point of not doing that. Yeah. And I use the news to help inform my opinions on things, but I do not let the news dictate what my opinions are. And I think that's a pretty significant difference. And I also think that that's why I really like this habit, just because 
I think that if I am going to have an opinion on it, I want to know as much about what I'm talking about as possible. And so that's yeah. why this is important to me. Yeah. That's all. Yeah, I think that was said I, I think that was said very well. I agree. Yeah. I like that. That's good. <laughs> Thank you to all the listeners who just <laughs> endeared that. <laughs> that long yeah, debate. Yeah. Okay. I'm that sorry. was that was interesting. But that no, was I'm no, sorry. It was, it was really not good. so long. I'm sorry for attacking. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> Uh, the most well aggressive I've ever seen you, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's good. It's passion. It's just passion. It's just you know passion. Um. Well, I mean, this is a pretty long episode. It's kind of getting getting over that hour mark. Uh, do you guys have any more bad habits? Do we do we want to go one more round or should we do maybe a speed uh, round? No comments. You just have to get your speed just say your habit and go. Just say a habit. All right, let's just do that. Chase, Chase, do you have Let's any more around. bad habits um, to get off your chest just to, to get out there? I, I wake up early enough to get to the gym before work, and I I don't go to the gym. And I'm going to break this habit by uh, just when I wake Doing up, it. I need to get out of my pod, and then I need to step out the door. And I need to take it yep. every little step at a time, and then soon I'll be at the gym, and then I'll be back, and I'll be proud of myself, and I'll be happy. Boom. I like it. Um, mine goes back to the first one, uh, just, and what you've all said already, but just sleep patterns. I want to get better at that as well and have a more consistent sleep pattern and doing that by going to bed similar times every night and setting my phone across the room. So I have to get up and go turn it off the alarm in the morning and get myself out of bed. Boom. Boom. My bad habit I'm trying to break is that I set too many notes. I write too many notes for things that are unnecessary. And it used to be even worse, alarms, where I'd set alarms for things that I had to do. That was even Have worse. Have you stopped doing that? But here, I'm here to tell the listeners that I've stopped it. It was all me. Oh, I Veronica, you are a lifesaver. Veronica's well, an influencer. She's even attacking me about it. <laughs> <laughs> that was such a bad yes, habit. Yes, I'm an influencer. <laughs> and it was a terrible habit. It made me so anxious. He would do it in Florence all the time. Yeah, it, it is a bad habit, and I to all the listeners who've been waiting for me to give an update on that. Yes, I yes, have. I think finally. gotten rid of it. I think, and finally, but I still I still write too many notes about random thoughts about the future or things that don't matter. And I just have a quote quickly that I want to uh, read from my from my. Um, it was from my CS class for a class reading the other week, and it really hit me hard with this. Where so it was about it's about like systems of. Um, of uh, reminder systems or like people writing notes or uh, cr- doing reminder systems. Uh, and so I'll just, it's speaking in the context of reminder systems. Here's the quote. It may result in them depending more and more on spoken or visual reminders popping up all the time to tell them what they should be doing, when and where. They, <sighs> I'm going to end the quote quickly and provide a quick aside. It was, it was about, <laughs> Uh, one of the, like the notes in the, the example, you just need to know this for this quote. One of the notes in the example is that like you'd like write a note, a reminder to buy milk, and um, instead of remembering it. And so, back to the quote: They may well be reminded to buy the milk, but at what price? Losing their own ability to remember. Oh, that hit home. That wow. hit hard. Profound. That hit me hard. <laughs> Uh, you're just so losing your mental capacity to remember, though. Exactly by writing everything on notes and alarms and everything. I and I don't want to do that, so it's stopping. That is a bad habit. I'm going to stop doing that as much as I can. All right, Veronica, finish us off here. Okay, 
mine is another habit that I want to develop. I want to start writing every week. And I just, this is a PSA. I'm going to advertise bit myself a, bit on the podcast. We'll have a plug. plug. Yeah. Oh I'm going to plug. Yeah. I'm oh sorry. I do not, I do not sponsor plug Life it. Talk. This is all of my own volition. Um, it's okay. I it's just started a new interview series on my blog. Go check it out. I interviewed Dylan. We had a pretty sick conversation. If you are friends with me on Facebook, you can find it. You can also go to www.veronicakim.org. It's very easy. It's just my name. Um, and I'm really excited about it because I love writing and I love talking to people. So that's the habit that I'm trying to start. I want to do it hopefully every week. It's a little ambitious, but yeah. A little more of a plug for Veronica's blog. I just read her recent post on Dylan and it was really, really good. So go check it out. It's definitely worth a read. Quite the plug. Yeah. Yeah. What a plug. You know, I just, I was telling Veronica this. It's interesting that she would start from the top, you know, with the best guest ever. Like, it's going to be hard to top. <laughs> how do you top, top? How do you or, top or a life talk co host? Vice like versa, you were the <laughs> no, worst guest. I'm joking. And now she can only go off from there. You're right. That's probably true. That's probably more true. Yeah. yeah. So she's nodding her head, yes. Yeah. She so. just, she wanted to start, you know, with what was easiest and, and could not mess up and, would be right. low quality so that then she could right. just move ahead to the, the better people later. Right, right, right. Yeah. That is not true. I just wanted to <laughs> start and Dylan was there. <laughs> and that is all of the opinion that I'm going to offer on this. All right. Little note to end us off on this habit s- uh, series that we just did with our great guest, Veronica. Um just leave the leave a this um, for all you guys to think about. It takes two and a half weeks to build a habit, and it takes ninety days to build a lifestyle. And uh, recently, on Saturday, I just hit my ninetieth day of going vegan, and uh, that's a pretty big milestone for me. And Oliver, cool. congratulations! Congrats. Thank you, Dill. Um, so it's a that's a that's definitely a lifestyle that I've built that I'm going to continue with that I'm really really excited about. And so all of us can stick with these habits for 90 days, and maybe we can build some more lifestyles. And uh, maybe if you're listening at home and you want to build a lifestyle or a habit, you can do the same and do it along with us. I'm editing the podcast right now, but I just wanted to add in this little piece at the end because I didn't get to say it on the podcast. Oliver, I'm so proud of you and so happy that you have enjoyed going plant-based for the past 90 90 days and that you've loved cooking vegan food. I love all of the photos that you send me of the amazing food you're cooking and eating. It truly makes me so happy and I really love talking to you about it as well. I really look forward to eating some of those epic meals that you're cooking soon and continuing to have great conversations. Thank you, Veronica, for being on again for your second episode in a row. Thank you for having me. I'm sorry I just hit you in the face with the microphone. Thank you to everyone who listened to me and Dylan literally debate each other on this podcast, including Chase and Oliver, who just sat there (laughs) just (laughs) watching it happen. yeah okay well thank you for listening to this episode we'll see you next week peace out
Adios. Thanks for listening to another episode of Life Talk. If you liked it and are excited for more, go follow us on Instagram at lifetalkpod. This week wrapped up our two-part series with Veronica on habits. We just wanted to say a big thank you to her for joining us as our guest these last two weeks. And if you guys would like, please go check out her blog at veronicakim.org. It's a great read. As always, go comment on the post and let us know what your habits are, good and bad, so we can continue this week's talk about life on Life Talk. See you next week.